0: Welcome to another episode of our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Visit our website for complete collections of your favorite old-time radio series. Remember to follow us so you won't miss new releases from SolvedMystery.com. I love a mystery. A Carlton E. Morse audio novel. Featuring Jack, Doc, and Reggie, specialists in crime and adventure. Now following the Northwest Trail of a Missing Millionaire, a Killer Cougar, and the Phantom Castle. This is Fred Foy introducing Jim Harmon's presentation of Les Tremaine and Tony Clay in an original Carlton Morse thriller, The Fear That Creeps Like a Cat. 7 o'clock at night on the waterfront of Puget Sound, somewhere at the foot of Seattle. On evidence presented by the estate of Alexander Archer, the courts have declared him legally dead, but the insurance company believes him alive and have hired the three comrades to find him and bring him back alive. There's a million-dollar insurance policy on his life, and there is a vicious and well-organized gang trying desperately to block the search for him. Half an hour ago, they dodged members of the gang at their hotel and are now completely unfolded in fog and darkness on the Puget Sound waterfront.
1: Hey, I suppose you know where we're going, Jack? Well, we
2: must be almost there. We keep walking along the dock until we come to a warehouse saying... Belts Iron Foundry Loading Dock.
1: Well, that's silly. How are we going to see Belts Iron Foundry Loading Dock when it's so dark you can't even see the hand in front of you?
2: That's why I stopped at the drugstore and bought these flashlights.
1: A lot of good they do.
2: We're on our way to the... On our way where? I don't know. The telegram said we'd find a motor launch waiting for us at the dock.
1: Well, if we ever find it... Hey, Dad, blast it. Oh, I went and stepped into something. (laughs) Well, if there's anything for miles around to step in, I'm the fellow that steps in it.
2: (laughs) Take it easy, old boy.
1: Well, blast it all anyway. You don't know where the launch is taking us?
2: Nope. We're going to be run across Puget Sound to some little town, and after that, we're on our own.
1: Sounds a bit indefinite.
2: Well, after all, that's our job. If the insurance company knew where Alexander Archer was, they'd go get him themselves.
1: Well, what makes them think he's up in this part of the country? I don't
2: know, but they must be right. Because if we were on the wrong track, we wouldn't be having so much trouble with the gang that doesn't want us to find
1: him. Hey, I hadn't thought of that.
2: Hold it. What's this warehouse say? You tell me. Well, there's, there's something up there. I, I can't read it. Hey, Doc, you're the lightest. Climb up on Reggie's shoulders. Hunch over, Reggie. Come on, Doc.
1: Think I'm some kind of a squirrel? <laughs> hey, hold, hold still, Reggie. I say,
2: get your knee out of my neck. I'll hang onto your feet. Now, stand up.
1: Yeah, so when I fall, I'll light on my head. Doc,
2: will you stop horsing around? All
1: right, all right. Can you see? Yeah, uh, just a minute. Yeah, it, it says belt iron foundry. All right, this is it. Jump down. Yep. What we need in this outfit is a trapeze performer.
2: Well, there's supposed to be a pier right out the front. The launch should be tied out there.
1: I don't see no pier. Well, it's there. Come on. First thing you know, we're gonna be up to our armpits in the Pacific Ocean. Not ocean. Puget Sound. Well, it's just as wet. We would have to pick a foggy night. Stop grumbling. Why? That's all I want to know. Just plain why? Because I'm tired of hearing you. That reason enough? Reckon so, son. All you gotta do is give me a reason. Hey, ain't them lights ahead? Uh, Down close to the water? Quite. This must be it. Watch out for steps going down to the water. Fall down and bust your necks. I hope you do. Well, I probably will. Oh, shut up. Hey, you. Who said that? Here, here. You, uh, Jack Packard.
2: That's right.
0: the uh, launch is right down below. Uh, watch the steps. Follow right behind me.
1: can't see a darn thing. Just step down. You're all right. There. Oh, yeah. Here's a place to sit down. All right. Slide over. Huh? Oh, sure. All
0: right, Bill. Turn her over and cast off.
1: Well, fellas, we're on our way. How much of a trip is it? Huh? Are you uh, talking to me?
2: Yes. How much of a trip have we got ahead of us?
1: Oh, couple of.
2: As soon as we get across, we'll find a hotel and get a good night's
1: sleep. Hey, hey there! Come back here! You got the wrong boat. You got the wrong boat. Come back! I got the boat you want. Hey, what does he mean? Yeah, what does he mean? We got the wrong boat. Crazy old fool. That's a crazy French. Every time any other boat on the Sound takes out a load
0: of passengers, he acts like that
1: boy's trying to get a load for his boat. Is that what it is? That's it. You're acting plenty unhappy.
0: Can't stand here talking. (laughs) Try to go back and take over.
2: Jack. Yes. You don't suppose we could have taken the wrong boat to you? That's what I was thinking.
1: Hey, you think... And I'm
2: also thinking this is a fine time to find out
1: about Well, what are we waiting for? Let's do something about it. Sit down. But look it, fella. Sit down, will (laughs) you? Let's figure this out, well, I didn't mind telling you I don't like it. This man in our boat
2: called me Packer, so he was expecting us all right. But see here, Jack, we haven't made a move so far that Cooper and his gang haven't known about beforehand. I know that. But how could they have found out about our orders to come to the waterfront? We only got the telegram
1: about ten minutes before we left the hotel. Well, maybe they'd seen the telegram before it was brought up to us.
2: Or that chap back in New York might have wired them. He certainly warned them about us arriving in Seattle.
1: It could be done all right. Well, then, doggone it. Let's make these ombres turn this boat around. We might try. What you mean, try? There's only two of them and three of us. If they're part of the gang, they're armed. We're not. They could shoot us down before we could move. In the dark?
2: They couldn't hit the side of the barn. What do you think, Reggie? I'm for it. Doggone right. All
1: right. Here we go.
2: You move and over your dead men. All of you.
1: Hey, who said that?
2: Give a mine!
1: Well, you long-ass sippy cat. Yeah, quiet. What about it, Jack? Are we going to sit here and take that? Looks like it. Well, I'll be a two-horned blue jay. Dark. Huh? cut it out. You mean we ain't going to do nothing? That's right. Now you're talking sense. Just relax and enjoy the
2: ride.
1: Well, I don't mind telling you, fella. I just plain don't like your face. How do you know? You ain't never seen me. I can tell by the tone of your voice I don't. You talk too much. I ain't begun to say what I'm a-thinking. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's so. And there's something else I just thought of, Jack. What's that? Well, looky, can you see this hombre we're talking to? Nope. Well, neither can I. Can you, Reggie? No, I can't. And I've barely near strained my eyes trying to. Okay. If we can't see him, how the heck's he seeing us? Sure, and if he can't see us, how's he going to shoot us? Why, you bojos, make one move. Yeah, what do you think's going to happen? Come on, try it. My trigger figures just get you think he's bluffing, Jack? Your guess is as good as mine. Why don't we chance it? At least we'll get some action for our money.
2: <laughs> you got a hint in your pants, Doc?
1: Yes, I have, Dad. Blame-It. Now, you and Reggie consist there like a couple of pumpkins. Jack, that killed the motor.
2: This is where you mugs get off. How do you like it?
1: Get off? I don't see no land. It's there, though. About a quarter of a mile straight
2: down. You mean you want us to jump overboard?
1: Not until you're dressed for it. Dressed for it? Yes. You wouldn't want to get in the cold water if you was dressed for it. Hey, what the heck are you talking about? I ain't a horn to go swimming dress or no dress. Hey, you won't mind it with a sack over your head and a piece of iron bar tied to your feet. Not for long, anyway. Well, I'll be a smelly onion if they're going to tie any iron bar to my feet.
2: All right, Bill, you ready? Yeah. Let's jump em and get out of here.
1: Where's Jake? Hey, he's bringing up the ropes and the huts of iron. How about a little light to work in?
0: No. any passing craft seeing a light drifting out here would get nosy. What's keeping
1: Jake?
2: Hey, Jake. You better go see what's the matter.
1: Well, keep that rod on them, fellas. They're mighty tricky. You bozos hear that? Hey, you punch. Did you hear what I said? Hey! Hey you guys! Joe! Jake! Come here! Well, what's the matter, Bill? Come here! I think they've gone over the side! What do you mean,
2: over the side? Well, where were you and your guns? What can I do in the dark? I didn't hear the sound. They were sitting right there! Ha
1: <laughs> hey, hey, yeah. ha! Uh, oh. I'll give you a hand. That's what you think. Get him! Get that man! Hey, Jack! Man overboard! Here's some rope. Did you knock him
2: out, Reggie? I don't know!
1: Help!
2: Help! Alright, here it comes, Bill! Do
1: it! Do it! I can't swim!
2: I did throw
1: it! Yes, I got it! I got it! Pull me in! Help me, Reggie! He's up it! That's it! I can hear him! He's right alongside! Give me your hand, fella. There you are, you yellow-tailed polecat. I, I can't swim. I don't know why we didn't hold you under instead of pulling you out.
2: Tie him up, Reggie. I'm taking care of this other would-be tough guy.
1: Yeah, I sure landed right on his kisser. Apparently you did. He hasn't moved since. Hey, what about the other fella? The guy they called Jake? He doesn't seem to like our party. Yeah? Ain't seen hiding a hair of him. There, that should hold our friend Bill. Right. All right. Let's go see what Jake has to say for himself. You bet betcha. Shuckin', that other fight didn't hardly get my blood circulated. Hey, Jake! Come
2: on out! You might as well give up!
1: Yeah, fella. All's out and free. Here, wait a minute. If we
2: turn on some light, he'll be easier to find.
1: Yeah, if we know where they are. Hey, what's making him big waves? Oh, Doc! Reggie! Jump! Hey! Run look, down! Look Doc. out! Look out! Jack? Reggie? Hello! everybody all right yeah well i can't touch bottom that's what you mean ah,
2: i say what hit us big crater. Ah. went right on didn't even know it i say what about bill and those other two well that's their hard luck the question is what about us well if we got
1: a drown i don't know any prettier place than this here puget sound
0: adventures of Jack, Doc, and Reggie have come to you in I Love a Mystery. Created and written by Carlton E. Morse. Scripts copyrighted by Morsel Co. Incorporated. Produced and directed by story editor Jim Harmon. Consultants, Frank Brzee and David Lloyd. Your announcer, Fred Foy. This presentation has come from Hollywood.